Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Today's episode is made possible through the generosity of the following families. A great big thank you to Silas Cleave, who is five years old and lives in Huntington, West Virginia. Silas donated the money that he earned from doing his own chores. Thank you so much, Silas. I would also like to thank again Everett, Arthur, and Mercy. Thank you so much for your continued donation. A great big thank you to Jennifer Gilbert. And a great big, big thank you to Marciano, who is eight years old. Marciano, I heard, is just days away from your birthday. So happy, happy, happy birthday to you. I love that you have nicknamed the podcast Kids B and that you enjoy listening every night before bed. Happy birthday again. Today's story is called The Plagues, and this comes from Exodus chapter 8. I respect each family's ages and stages of life, so I have adapted some of this. Please go back and read the scriptures yourself, including what is appropriate for your family. Also, so that the kids get the context of the stories, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to any Exodus episodes you may have missed, as the stories will build upon themselves. Last week, we left off with God, allowing Moses and Aaron to do two miracles, but the king of Egypt still did not believe them and refused to free the people. The two miracles they did were the beginning of what we call the plagues. These plagues are like God's warning to the king. We are about to hear many more plagues. We pick up our story here. Then the Lord told Moses, Go to the king of Egypt and tell him, This is what the Lord says, Let my people go to worship me. If you refuse, then I will punish Egypt with frogs. The Nile River will be filled with frogs, large and small. The streets will be hopping, and the homes will be crowded with little green critters. They will be everywhere. Can you imagine so many frogs that the roads and buildings looked green? Not to mention the sound thousands of frogs would make day and night. Nothing but ribbit, ribbit. Aaron then held his hand over all the waters of Egypt and out came the jumping reptiles covering the land of Egypt. The magicians used their tricks to do the same thing. So even more frogs came up onto the land of Egypt. Everyone, let me hear your best frog sound. Very good. The king had enough. 
His palace was practically hopping away. And so he called. Moses! Aaron! Pray to the Lord to make these frogs go away, and I will let your people go and worship. Moses said, What you want will happen. Because of this, you will know that there is no one like our God. The frogs will leave you, and they'll leave your houses. They will remain only in the Nile. Moses asked the Lord to take away the frogs he had sent to the king, and God did. But when the king saw that those little green croaking frogs were gone, he became stubborn again. He changed his mind and did not listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron to raise his walking stick and strike the dust on the ground. Then, everywhere in Egypt, the dust will change into gnats. Aaron was obedient, and so he did as the Lord commanded. Finding a small spot in the king's court collecting dust, Aaron circled the bits of dirt piled on the ground. Again, he raised his walking stick, reaching high above his head, then swiftly crashing its wooden end into the tiny pile of brown powder. The dust exploded into the air, and it began to swirl and buzz. The specks of dust sprouted tiny wings and flew in dizzying circles around the court. Slowly, the crowd could hear the sounds of buzzing ringing out from the halls and the doorways, the entire city began humming with the sounds of the gnats. Imagine them buzzing in your ears, sitting on your toothbrush, flying into your eyes. Ugh. Using their tricks, the magicians tried to do the same thing, but they could not do it. So the magicians told the king that the power of God had done this, but the king was stubborn and refused to listen to them. This happened just as the Lord had said. What could possibly happen next? The stubborn king still wouldn't listen to Aaron and Moses, and God knew that he needed to make it clear that his chosen people were special to him, that they were set apart. So the Lord told Moses, Get up early in the morning. Meet the king of Egypt as he goes out to the river. Tell him, this is what the Lord says. Let my people go so they can worship me. If you don't let them go, I will send swarms of flies. They'll be everywhere, in your shower, in your crispy cereal. Everywhere I will send them, into every nook and cranny. But I will not treat the people of Israel the same as the Egyptian people. There will be no flies where my people live. By this you will know that I, the Lord, am in this land. I will treat my people differently from your people. This miracle will happen tomorrow. The Lord did as he said. The next morning, 
As the sun rose and its rays began to pour into the city, likewise, black swarms of flies came flooding into Egypt. The king called, Moses! Aaron! Fine! Ugh! Your people, they can be free. Just get these gross flies out of here! Moses said to him, Okay, okay. I will leave you and I will pray to the Lord, and he will take these flies away from you. But don't try and trick us again, and do not stop our people from going to worship the Lord. Moses left the king and prayed to the Lord, and the Lord did as Moses asked. The flies then vanished as fast as they appeared. That must have been such a relief to the king. Do you think this time the king will keep his promise and let the people go free? No. The king became stubborn yet again and did not let the people go and worship God. Well, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. In our story, there were a lot of mighty things God did today. What could possibly happen next? What do you think it will take for the king of Egypt to let Moses and Aaron take the Israelites to worship the Lord? And why do you think he isn't listening to God's command even after seeing such miracles? This is something I want you to think about this week. You can even talk with your family about it and see what they think. Then, tune in next week to hear the rest of the story. What will God do next? Thanks again for listening. And, as always, bye for now.